Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. I don't know if you noticed, but I changed my intro finally and took off my old co Like it used to say, like your co-host, Kathy and Tommy. Tommy has not been my co-host for so long. So I finally got that fixed. So anyway, this is Kathy on the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow my show at, on Twitter, follow it at Strict Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for people to call in. It's call in a vice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Just look through the title. Um, the titles, <laughs> if you want to be at my show, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe either on iTunes or Riotcast or wherever you listen to my show. And if you can write a review, write a review. Today I have a girl named Tilly who wrote into the show as well. I don't even have to go on Craigslist anymore, which is fucking great. Anyway, um, she was a listener of the show, recent listener. I think she might have listened to just a couple and then she wrote in that she wanted to be on. And uh, Tilly is in like a op- very open relationship. I mean, her relationship was open from like the get-go. Uh, she's married. She and her and her husband have been doing all kinds of interesting things for like the past four years since they met. Um, and that's what we discuss on the show. We talk about like how they met, how they got into sort of, you know, opening the relationship to up to other people. She does girls. He tried guys. They both do girls. And then some <laughs> double penetration comes up in this conversation. There's a lot of different things. Uh, she finds a lot of people on Tinder. That was news to me because I'm so out of the dating place. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, because a lot of um, couples actually write, call in and they talk about how hard it is to meet girls, right? On Craigslist and stuff when they want a threesome. But this is a girl who talks about how she gets a lot of her threesomes out of Tinder. So that was uh, maybe something interesting for other people. I don't know. Or maybe like I'm so clueless that that's just like, duh, Kathy, where else would you do it? <laughs> I don't know. But so we talk about like I said, the double penetration, a couple hot stories, like some flight attendant that just wanted anal, a threesome with a, another woman who did, was like a wrestler. I don't know. You got to listen to these stories. They're very interesting. And the story about her and her husband is very interesting and how they kind of make it work. I think that they do a lot of things that are super smart to keep their relationship uh, on the up and up because they are very successful at swinging and keeping their relationship open. And I think that that's hard to do, especially from the get-go. And they did do it from the get-go. Uh, so I'm just going to get right to the podcast and be right back on with Tilly. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? 
Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Tilly, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on Kathy. How are you doing today? Tonight. Very well. How are you? Well, it is today with you, right? Because you're like on another coast and I'm on one coast and you're on another coast or something. It is. It's just like the end of, yeah, it's like the end of my day. Okay, cool. Work day anyways. Yeah. All right, cool. So you found my podcast recently, like just a week ago, right? And wrote in to me and you gave me like one, like you sent me one of those great emails that had like bullets of like all these kind of like interesting things. And it was like, I don't even know where to start with it when I get (laughs) emails like that because there's there's double penetration. There's like, I don't know, like anal. There's like a lot of stuff on there, right? And like, because you're like you, like one of the bullets was like, oh, there was a flight attendant that begged for anal. And I'm just like, what does that mean if you're a woman, right? Like you're a girl writing into me, right? So, and I know you're yeah. married. So is that like a threesome and she wanted anal from your husband or do you strap it on? Like, I don't know. So like, why don't you start? All of the above. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, mean, I found your podcast um, maybe about a week ago and I was uh-huh. listening to them and I just think that I've gotten some pretty interesting stories and oh. part of it is a self-exploration for me that you know like you can get as crazy as you can get but I think when you don't speak any of these things out loud it's almost not real and so it just kind of helps you process through everything that you do and it I don't know makes you relive the story it's not like I'm gonna have a yearbook full of this stuff you know so. uh-huh yeah 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 so it's like fun to do listen I hear that all the time from people that call in a lot of times you know for yeah. sure like they like to tell the stories you know and now yeah. this is something that you and your husband sort of like, first of all, what's like your deal? Like how old are you and your husband? How long you've been together? Yeah. So I'm 33. My husband will turn 45 on the 5th. Uh-huh. So excited. Yeah. Um, we've been together for four and a half years. Okay. Uh, married, married for about a year and a half. And we started exploring like the sexual endeavors probably like in the first three months of our relationship oh I I love that because I always say that like that's not the thing to do right for some reason but yet I'm assuming because you know I know I heard your husband in the background before and everything seems really great (laughs) you know that yeah that it is working for you guys so I love to like always hear about different experiences right because you know, just when you think, oh, it's not good to sort of open up your relationship like that right in the beginning. That's what I always say a lot of times. You know, you're here to say that actually it is working in your relationship. So yeah. were you very open with other people in your relationship? No, no, not even at all. No. So, I mean, I maybe I should tone a little bit. Um, I'm a highly sexual person and so is my husband. Uh-huh. But historically for me I've been in relationships where I was very repressed and it wasn't necessarily something that was um looked in a positive sense so I just kind of buried it all down and I didn't even I knew I was bisexual when I met my husband but I never admitted it to myself and just through pure conversation it came out like I finally came to this light that yes I absolutely love women and I totally have my whole life but was just too fearful to admit it to myself. I came from a very conservative background Mm -hmm. and lived in very conservative places. And 
You know, I, I don't, I will be um, the first one to say, just like you, I don't actually recommend this for people. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Most relationships can't handle it, but Uh what I find that is different between my husband and I is that we are extraordinarily honest, but there's no, you, we're not hurting each other's feelings because we're telling the truth and you do it in a way that there's no secrets. Everybody's just up from an honest. I mean, we spoke about it incessantly before anything ever happened. Right. Um, and I've actually been in the driver's seat the entire time. Meaning like you were the one that sort of threw the ball out there like, hey, let's do this. Or yeah. did it happen after like you admitted that you were bi and then you guys said, and when then once you realized it, you were like, I want to get on with a girl. And he was like, okay. Or like, how did it first start? You know, how did it open up to actually doing it? Like what led to that? Um, I think we were watching porn. Uh-huh. And I was like super turned on by this girl. And then we like went out and I think a girl tried to kiss me and I obviously didn't say no. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's how it happened. Okay. I just remembered. So I go to Vegas yeah. for a work trip and I meet a girl. She's really, really hot. I call him. He didn't answer. Mm-hmm. I called him twice and he didn't answer. And then I went home with her. And in my mind, I was like, well, why would any guy be upset? And I just realized like I was like going for it. But let um, me ask you this. Wait, wait, hold on, though. Like, were you married to him at this point? No, we were just dating. Okay, you were just dating. Was this after you had figured out that you were bisexual? I'm assuming yes, right? And that yes. when And you talked about it with him already. Yes. So now yeah. you come into your own, and now shortly after that, you're like in Vegas, and like the opportunity finally presents itself. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I went for it. Okay, What's great. What's interesting with this, though, mm-hmm. is that... <clears throat> these are these are the types of scenarios where you learn that there's there's um, rules of engagement, right? Mm-hmm. So just because it's a girl doesn't mean that it's fair game. Like both parties have to be okay with it and give approval. Right. You were thinking, oh, my guy won't mind because it's not like I'm fucking another guy, right? Like right. it's a woman, so it's not like the same thing, right? But he did have a problem with it. He, he, not that he did, but it was more like he just wanted to be part of the decision making process, if you will, and just kind of give his blessing. And that was the first time that I realized that this is definitely something that we do to only further our relationship and it's not a selfish act. Right. So, but so that day, but just let walk me through what happened that night. Did you like do everything with that girl? Like, I mean, you kissed her, you went home with her. So, like, once you got there, Right? Did you like sort of lose your girl on girl virginity? Um, I don't know what that's called. That wasn't the first time I'd lost my girl on girl virginity, but that was the first time I had pursued it on my own. What do you mean? That wasn't the first time. <laughs> well, there was um oh, this is gonna this is funny. So I was in college and I went to the Super Bowl with some friends and my girlfriend and I went to this club that we didn't know was a swingers club and I was too <laughs> young and na- I was too young and naive and everywhere I turned these people were like so what's your sexual fantasy and I I mean I, it was I was like but so were they naked the no everybody was closed it was okay it was, it was like the beginning of the had, party nobody had told us yeah right uh-huh. and I remember turning around and this girl was like will you make out with my husband and I was like absolutely not and I just like ran away and I ran and got my girlfriend and we left that club because uh-huh. we didn't we were just too young and naive for it at the time yeah 
And then our friends actually left us. And I was in Miami. I probably had $20 to my name. And so I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, well, we better meet somebody so we can stay at their house so we have somewhere to stay tonight until they come get us tomorrow. Yeah. And so we did. And the only way we did it. So we had a threesome. So then I hooked up with my girlfriend. So you met a guy. And yeah. he, he he agreed to let you guys like stay there. And so like, what were you just like really wasted? And somehow you started fooling around with your like, it, you guys all started fooling around. Oh, no, this was very strategic. My girlfriend, and I was like, what's the easiest way to get us both to stay at some guy's house without actually hooking up with the guy because we didn't want to. Uh huh. You just you just present the idea of having a threesome with them. Right. And they're obviously into it. I mean, guys are not that hard. And, and so they brought and so us back. you had never fought, around like you had never fooled around with this girl before. Never, no. We were and just you best had, friends, and you had never fooled around with any women in your life before. Previous, yeah, that was that was the first time ever. Were you with your your guy at this time? No, this was way no. This that was long. years before. Okay, so and but so then so that happened out of like necessity, right? Okay, That's so you never it, you never sort of put it in your head like, oh, this means I'm bi, like because you said like right. I didn't realize I was bi. So when you were like doing that, it, you sort of like framed it like, oh, you you were doing it for a reason. <laughs> this is was, to get a, a place to stay. <laughs> I realize that's not very becoming of somebody, but it is what it is. So that was like a very tactical move. But did you like it? I loved it. But like I secretly had to, in my mind, it like wasn't okay. Like that just wasn't who I was. Right. You didn't want to like it. I get it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I was like, what, ripe age of 21? I just wasn't there yet. Yeah, Yeah. And then fast forward, you know, what, six years, seven years? Right. Yeah, eight years maybe. <clears throat> eight or nine years, yeah. And then I meet this guy who is just fascinating. Like, I mean, I'm enamored by this individual and have been since day one. Is your husband? And it's some, yes. Okay. And his is somebody that has given me like such a trusted platform that I can actually explore myself when there's and I know there's not gonna be any judgment on the other side. Right. So, so I think that that's like a key component to it Mm -hmm. and whether I have like a really silly thought about it or really off the wall question or request or like just conversation that I want to have that started with us from day one. And so, because it was like that type of, I think if you use the word brutal honesty, that is like a negative connotation to it. But I mean, like it was such a open forum if you will yeah yeah. that just allowed me to explore it so i don't want it to be a negative context doesn't sound negative what sounds negative about that brutal honesty well, i just think, think the word negative? brutal is like i feel like that comes across as negative but anywho no you're getting so, it, you're getting it <clears throat> attached to things that don't matter in this story trust me <laughs> keep <fair>. going <laughs> <laughs> so um so i hook up with this girl in vegas realize that's where like lesson learned we because you told him we, of course, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, you did the, try to call him, right? Didn't you say did, you tried yeah, to call him? This is where you learn those little things, right? I think that navigating this type of relationship, you learn do's and don'ts and different quirks that everybody has, right? And, and the, they're different for everybody, totally. But uh-huh. one thing that we learned is that we both need to be on board with it. That we're only going to do it if it's going to propel our relationship forward. If it's not, then there's no point in doing it. Right. Okay. Cool. So then I think the next time, um, oh, the first one that we found together was awful. 
I mean, she was just like a dead fish. I don't really like girls that don't make any sounds. I'm not really into it. Right. So you, because then you you feel like they're not into it. Right. Of course. Right. And they're just doing it maybe to get like you like to get a free place to stay. I don't know. I mean, why would they be doing it? Maybe they're just too drunk, you know, drunk and they wind up in a fucking threesome. It's just bizarre. So then you go down this path and you're like, so how do I actually meet girls? Because yeah, as a woman, I've never had to. I've never had to do this before. And so thank goodness for technology today. Um, I downloaded Tinder and I have great success on Tinder. Oh, that's like, the Tinder turned wrestling. That was one of your first bullets, right? Like Tinder, that yeah, there was a Tinder that turned into wrestling. <laughs> oh, that was so interesting. So all these things, um, that I, the, all these bullets have to do with women, right? So all these things, and because you're very bi, and that's what you opened up, your your relationship then opened up to women. But you have, yeah. there's a double penetration thing going on, right? So was that yeah, with another there. man? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. So we've done, yeah, we've done multitude of things but the one where it was a, a tinder date gone wrestling match yeah oh my goodness this was so funny so it was like one of the first girls we ever hooked up with we don't know her right we met her off tinder chat for a little while i'm not really good at the communication because quite frankly i get bored so my husband helps me with it because uh-huh. he loves to communicate <clears throat> and so the interesting part about this is this woman's married but she has two kids at home, so her husband has to stay home and watch the children, and she comes meet and meets us at a hotel. Well, like, does he know what definitely. she's doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. They agreed this. Okay. It was, it was like, think of it like he tapped out this round, and <laughs> so she got to go play. And then the next round, he would like, I'm sure, they like trade on and off. That he goes and fucks couples, and then she, and she stays yeah. home with the kids? Okay, well, maybe that, that's what works for them. That's interesting, too. Yeah, I don't know if that's like true or not, but that's not really my problem. It's not my relationship. So she shows up. Yeah, she's like this very beautiful, spicy Cuban woman. I mean, she's gorgeous. We have a ton of fun with her. Starts out like her and I are just making out. We're going down on each other. And then my husband gets involved and it's tons and tons of fun. And so she actually asked that I've like FaceTime her husband during this. So this is how I know he's like, not, this was not like a lie made up. Yeah, totally. And so where I like have him on FaceTime and I'm showing him like what they're doing. Cause my husband's now having sex with her. Uh-huh. Super hot to watch from my perspective. Right. I kind of feel like I'm giving a girl a gift, but that's another thing. So all of a sudden she like gets really, really aggressive and like more aggressive than than just like rough sex. Like she started like trying to throw him around, uh-huh. and my husband like doesn't just whimper. You know, he's not like going to go in the corner. So he he like throws her down on the bed, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but I see the two of them. You know, like if you watch like a middle school wrestling match, and they're like going around in a circle on the bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to pin each other down. That's what they started doing. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I looked at them and I was like, so did this, are, are we at a high school? Like, Yeah, and they're naked. <laughs> yeah, and then my husband like picks her up and throws her down on the bed. Mm-hmm. And then she just starts making out aggressively with him. And then she gets me involved. I mean, it was just wild. It was like not what I expected my Sunday to turn out to. Yeah, and this was during the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hilarious. Did you see her again? We did see her again. Yeah. 
And did she wrestle again the second time? I'm trying time? to remember. She, like, the but rest- we didn't actually, I think we, yeah, we tried to meet her and her husband. And this is also an interesting um, dynamic. So I don't like to do repeats very often because some girls tend to get a little, I don't know, in their own heads and a little attached. And so I tend to, to not do that. Attached to who? Um, you or your husband? Either. It depends. Really? Yeah. When you're getting single and, women or even the married women? I, uh, the single women mostly. Right. But I just don't ever want to risk it. Uh-huh. And maybe that's like a growth area for me. I'm not sure. But I've got something really good here and I protect it very, very much so. And I'm super upfront about it. So like we don't necessarily do doubles very often what There's do you only mean like, oh do, you don't go back to like the same person yeah right, right. okay yeah that's I, smart I, I call them yeah i call them throwaways is what i like to me it's like a one-time deal and then it's going to be done but i'm up front about it just because this is my life i very much protect it and i don't ever want to risk somebody like trying to get in the middle of it no, I think that that's smart. And if that's what makes you feel comfortable, you know, that's what makes you feel comfortable. This isn't about you and them. This is about, like you said, you and your husband. This is something that you guys do for your relationship. Not You're yeah. not polyamorous. You're not looking to, you know, sort of have an emotional attachment to somebody else. This is like some just like hot sex on the side, right? Yeah, the emotional connection scares the crap out of me. It's purely like carnal and like sexual. Right. I yeah, I don't get can... the 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 emotional. That I'm always like, I, I don't. I wouldn't have that much love to give. Like, I, isn't it enough to love one person? How could you look? Like, is this too much? <laughs> I mean, no. People are super dynamic. Do you know how much work it takes to actually understand a person? That's just too much. I don't have enough time. Yeah. And nor do I have the desire to do it. Like, I've got. This right, you're happy in your relationship with my husband, and I am there, and we are committed there. But and you don't want think, some girl coming in and stealing your guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not into it. Right, and and do you don't keep in contact with them, your husband, and like you were. I'm assuming you really st- totally trust him because you guys are so honest with each other, right? That he doesn't oh, stay yeah. in touch with these women. He's got everything no. he has at home, and then some, right? No. And same with you. Yeah. So think about this. So we started this three months into our relationship and we're now at four and a half years. There has not been one single point where I've ever felt threatened or that he was doing something that made me feel uncomfortable. He has totally, yeah, like that's just not his motivation. That's not him. And so if, if it were that like type, then we probably wouldn't be doing this. I figured you were doing like you it had to be a lot of people because like you couldn't remember like your Tinder person like did we see her again did we not I'm like oh my god how many people have you fooled around with with your guy you know what I mean like is it like hundreds is it like fifty no, can you no, count no, no. like um, I can count it's probably like I try to write them down it's probably like thirty right mm-hmm. so you did t- the Tinder thing how, what's a flight attendant that begged for anal you met a, a a flight attendant when you guys were taking a vacation no she was actually off Tinder too she's oh. like this very <laughs> beautiful Brazilian woman and she um, first language was Portuguese but spoke very good English and we met her off Tinder she was like in had moved to you know where we live for a certain amount of time was going to be there for a little bit and she just came over and I mean that's all she wanted was just anal I've never seen a girl take it so easily 
Well, let is me that ask you this on, on Tinder, because I don't do Tinder. So on Tinder, are there like couple profiles? Like how do people know that you're looking for a threesome and how do you solicit them? Is that like you have a like a... I mean, I just put it right out there. I think, but so I've learned, I've readjusted, right? So um, in the beginning, it wasn't as obvious, but I don't want to give any misconceptions. Like... I mean, my, my husband's not like, I'm going to pull him out of a hat, like a rabbit trick, you know, he's through it the whole way. So I find that honesty is the best policy because I wouldn't want to be on the other side of the coin and have somebody just say, surprise, I'm married. So, um, we just put it out there. You'd be surprised how many people actually respond. The other area is Craigslist. Yeah. Super interesting. Super, super interesting. Yeah. That's where I get a lot of my callers. I used to always go, I mean, that's where I started getting all of my callers. Now I don't have to do it as much because I get so many, most of my guests are people that write in now because I have so many listeners. But before that, I always went to Craigslist and you meet a lot of people from there as well. We do. Yeah. Guys and girls. Guys and girls. Single women, because I know that a lot of couples that have been on my (laughs) show that look to swing always say that it's very hard to find the single woman. Um, I, there was a period where we were only into couples. Yeah, uh huh. That's because what I've then heard. It was yeah. More, so, like, for in the beginning, it was a lot of women, and then I think I felt like I want this to be a level playing field, right? Right. If it's for him, it's two women. He can have his cake and eat it too. I mean, I guess also I can, but I also just wanted to try different things. Yeah. So we also went and like have met couples. Uh huh. Um, and that's an interesting. It can be really good, but you've got to meet like the right couple because if they're not secure and somebody is putting on a facade that they're doing this because they really want to, but really they're doing it for their partner, it's not as fun. Yeah. Or the other thing that you find is that we learned very early on, like nobody can fall on a grenade. If you're not attractive to the other, like if one's super hot and the other one we don't find attractive, we did that like once or twice and it's just not worth it. So meaning like two, right, the couple to actually like both of them that you're both physically be attracted to. Yeah. And are you, do you and your husband have a, like a similar taste? Yes. I would say the only difference is that I really like Asians and he doesn't. Right. Okay. But that's it. But besides that, though, like the girls, you guys are always like agree. I'm like, oh, okay, she's really hot and we like her. The guys, does he, he doesn't, I'm assuming he's not bi, right? He's not fooling around with the guys. You just are or ish is. No, he? so he's, so he's straight, but he's, I would say, bi comfortable. Um, we have a kind of an agreement, like, <clears throat> for example, he has a very big head on his penis. And if you uh-huh. want to put it in my ass. I want you to know what it feels like because if I'm doing this, like it's turnabout's fair play. And so in that scenario, like he totally is letting me put up a dildo up his ass. So he was like, okay, I understand what you're going through. It's not just like do it because you're the woman. And so there have been um, a couple guys where he like kind of played around with him, but it's just not his thing. Right. He's not he's, into it. Right, right. He's tried it or he's he's yeah. he wasn't totally closed off to it, but he wasn't into it even when he tried it. Right. He tried it though. I mean, he's not going to say no to like an interesting situation, but 
it does from a sexual perspective, it does not turn him on at all. So what but he's happen- not like opposed to other people that are, you know, yeah, I mean, totally got their own preferences. But what about what about the Brazilian? Get back to the Brazilian. Um, what the fuck was she? Flight attendant, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you meet her on Tinder. Yeah. She comes over, and all she wanted was anal from your husband. Yeah, it was. I mean, she was really she was a lovely girl. We had a lot of fun. I mean, we like. We went down on each other. We made out with each other. Um, I think that, like, I was eating her out. No, wait. She did anal with him. I got to, like, every, we switched positions a lot. Right. I feel like we try to do, like, a fair amount of moving around. Uh Uh-huh. But I've never seen, like, I mean, he had her in in his arms. Just, like railing her in the ass and she just would beg for more i mean she did it for like an hour like it was super hard and maybe i just don't have that talent that i've got to like be mentally prepared for it and i have to like go at a certain sp- pace that she just really wanted it that's all she wanted it was so awesome really i love that time. she loved it yeah right and I you like it. watching it oh i love it and now let me ask you this was your husband totally fine right from the beginning like when you said hey like let, let, let's open it up with guys too yeah. He was like, he, yeah. he didn't feel like, oh, he, like it was a turn on for him. Because I hear that all the time. Like, I hear it how like women like to see their husbands fuck other people and like vice versa. Men love to watch their women fuck other people, you know, whereas a lot of people think that they they wouldn't like it or they would be jealous or, you know, it turns out that a lot of people actually get very turned on by that. So your husband <laughs> likes to see you with other men? Yeah. So great question. I think that and I've actually asked him about it in the beginning. He wasn't like before he'd ever seen, seen me have sex with another guy in front of him. Yeah. He wasn't sure. But yeah. He didn't want to stop that experience. Cause you won't know until you know, like until you experience it. Yeah. And if he were to have a visceral response and really didn't want it, then this is not the lifestyle for us. Right. Right. But like, if you think of the thought of like compersion where you, you get joy out of in happiness out of seeing your partner happy, then that's the type of approach we take to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And, and then he was, he was good. He was fine with it and, and liked he it. He was. And so this is, these are, these are the scenarios where then you, you learn some rules that make it a little easier on the psyche. What were the so, rules? Yeah. So we can't look in it. Like I can't look in somebody else's eyes. Neither can he. Cause okay. That's just too personal for me and for him. And he has to start with me and end with me. Okay. Interesting. So meaning, it like. Meaning like, like sex, like full on sex or like. What yeah. Does that full mean? on sex is where I care about. Like start. We start the session like having sex with each other and then we end it having sex with each other. And then what happens is that we'll go home and we'll have wild sex for like three hours. Right. Afterwards. Because of what you just. Yeah. What, what just oh, went down. Oh, it's super hot. We right. talk about it. I mean. Yeah. But like it, that's just, those are things that we learned that make it feel less, um, siloed and it like makes, makes us feel more connected that we are really doing this together. And it wasn't for just one single person's pleasure. Right. Uh huh. And the looking in the eyes thing, what is, what do you mean by that? Like what happens if you just look by accident? Like where are you looking when someone's fucking you and their face is right in front of you? I mean, I guess I don't never really looking in anyone's eyes either. Like, I mean, yeah, I think that, like, so there's a difference between it making love and having sex and then fucking. 
yeah. in our opinions. And so like when he makes love to me, he very much looks me in the eyes and talks to me. And I like that is very special to us. Uh-huh. And so he looked one girl in the eye, but it wasn't like he was making love to her, but he, I don't, I just remember I saw it and I didn't like it. Right. I had a knee knee jerk reaction. And that was just one thing that I figured out was not okay. And so ever since that's just been our thing. Yeah, no, that's smart. I think that that's like when rules, like when things like that come up and I think it's so great that, you know, and the reason why it works for you with your guy is because he's, you guys are so super open with each other that you didn't feel weird about that and keep it to yourself and like get all in your head about it. Like you told him, right. And then you guys decided to, and that's smart, you know? And the other thing is I told him after the fact. So here's something that like I've never been in in an experience where we had to like stop it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mid like mid session if you will. Yeah. But we download immediately after. So what are your thoughts? How did you feel? Did you like this? Did you like that? Is that okay? Like we are immediately checking in to make sure uh-huh. that we're okay. And actually before we even do anything with anybody and then sometimes midway through like if we go get a glass of water, we do check-ins. Right. And you do that even now, four years into it. Yeah. Interesting. That's smart. I think that that's great, you know, because maybe new things will come up, right? Like have new things like, so so you're always sort of creating like new boundaries and rules and regulations because of stuff that comes up. Like what if somebody like rubs him the wrong way or if something that happened just, it doesn't sit right with him or it doesn't sit right with me. And we don't want to be in that scenario anymore, anymore, but we don't want to like create a ruckus, if you will. Like there was this um, one time that we went to an orgy uh-huh. and <clears throat> I'm not, I'm pers- personality wise, I really don't like anybody to tell me what to do. Okay. I'm you very like strong to be the woman. one. Okay. Right. No, but just like in life in general, like I just can't, I'm a very strong woman. I can make decisions. I'm a great team player, but like, don't tell me what to do. Okay. I can think for myself. And we were at this orgy and I heard, and everybody's naked and everybody's having sex around each other. And I hear this knock on the door and I think, oh my goodness, if these are two new people, how freaked out would you be if somebody answered the door just naked? So I went and put on clothes and I answered the door and it was these two very lovely people that had never been to a party before. And so they were like extraordinarily thankful that I had put on clothes and that I greeted them. Yeah. And while I was talking to them, this guy comes over and he puts his dick between my legs and he was like, go fuck me over on that couch. (laughs) And I looked at him and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just not that type of girl. Like you just, and I said, like, you just can't tell me what to do. Yeah. And frankly, this is where like, everybody's got to have consent in the matter. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Uh And so because I said, no, Maybe like 15 minutes later, I I don't like the actual like time lapse of it, but he then accused me of being a prostitute and kicked me out of his party because I would not go fuck him. Oh, it was his party. I, his, his or his friends. But what was interesting about it is everybody came with my husband and I, they all left. And where'd you go? Oh, we went to another house. And then, all right, so the whole party to, left. Yeah, but like the How whole come? party left because they were like, he's just being a cocky asshole. 
mm-hmm. wrongfully accused me because his ego was hurt. But and how did everyone to be know? A guy if, like that. I mean, it wasn't everyone having so much fun. Like, how did everyone know? Like, how small well, was this, this orgy that everyone knew it was going on? Or um, was it, it was probably only like 10, 15 people. Like, the two people that I had just let in, they yeah. watched the whole thing happen. Yeah. And then my husband comes over and asks me what happened. And then he gets all mad, goes to his friend, talks to this girl. Then the, I mean, it was just like... Oh you my know, god, it's kind of hilarious. Of like telephone? Yeah, it's oh, kind it was of hilarious. Really funny. Everyone's kind of naked, right? And everyone's in the middle of having sex, and then all of a sudden it turns into like this petty, like argument, weird, you know. And then everything yeah. gets real. Well, he made like a scene. He was like, "I think she's a prostitute, and you need to get out of here because we don't want people because you're going to expect money from us." And I was like, "Dude, I'm good. I'll leave." Yeah, that's weird. That's weird just because you turned him down. And like you said, I'm not into being told what to do. Like it's, everyone's different like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't turn you on. It's like the opposite, right? It's just a turn off. Yeah. I mean, like if there's there's certain scenarios where my husband could definitely be my master and tell me what to do, but like not somebody that I don't know and I'm in the middle of a conversation yeah, with somebody you don't else. To, listen, you don't have to justify it. It's just that's it was your like thing. Demeaning. I just don't. That's just not my jam. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, everyone's different yeah. in scenarios like that. But I, so it's like, it's weird that he, you know, that's more, says more about him, you know, than you. Like, he just like personalized something that he shouldn't have personalized. And it's like, oh, he was a douche. Yeah, yeah obviously. Fine. And then he, obviously, everyone knew he was a douche because it's everyone abandoned him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what kind of friends so does he have? The only two people that didn't leave, no. So, like, two girls that were like his good friends stayed, but the rest of everybody else was, was a, like a new friend. So all of the new ones that like were not as good friends all left with us. They were like, well, that doesn't seem right. So, cause they had hung out with us for like an hour or two and I wasn't trying to do anything weird. You know, it was just like, you could feel that it was, he was trying to make a scenario out of nothing just because his ego was hurt. Yeah, what a loser. But let's forget about that because that's not a hot yeah. story. That's like it's ridiculous, like an, an orgy Ooh, that turns into so. an argument. What about your double penetration with your besties? What the hell does that mean? Oh, I have these two best friends that are holy smokes. Um, Girls or guys? Guys. Both. He looks like a Greek Adonis and she is like, maybe has the most rockin' bod I've ever seen. Uh And they're super fun. Like, highly sexual individuals, very comfortable in their relationship. So this is like one of the rare couples that we've hooked up with on a number of occasions, but it will never impact my relationship it won't impact theirs and we're still i mean they're still our best friends right and we meet them we like went on a trip and we met them through a friend and i so it's just like you know friend of a friend but then we become really good friends with them and we're like in this hotel room we're all naked we're like, why don't we just do double penetration? I mean, wait a second, trust- but wait a second. Like, when did it start that you got, like, you, were you guys always, like, because you said they were, like, super sexual and you guys are, like, was it always sort of an open thing in your friendship that you guys, like, hook, hook up with people? Like, did they know? Like, how did it wind up that you're all naked in this hotel room? Oh, I think the first time we hung out with them, we were all naked. And I think she's, oh, yeah. So she, we were in Vegas for some, whatever reason. And we were at a pool party, drinks were had, and then we went back to their hotel room and she slams me down on the bed and just starts aggressively making out with me. And by the way, maybe one of the best 
girl kissers I've ever kissed. So then, so you I, guys met under that pretense, sort of like, uh, yeah, like as a, they weren't just your regular friends; they were like friends right. within that world. Okay, that makes more sense. But then they became our friends, like within the regular world. It's, uh-huh. it's kind of it's an it's an it's an interesting dynamic. But well, I've heard that so, happen. I've heard of that happening with other people. They people have said that because you get to know these people, right? Yeah, and so she makes out with me. Um, in that, like the first time we met them, it was just her and I messing around and like nothing else happened. So to the outsider looking in, it would only just seem like, oh, these girls are like, you know, they're just having fun. Then we start hanging out with them. We, we started like flying and just like meeting up because we live in different States. Yeah. And so we would like, you know, go out for a weekend here or there. And we met in like a middle point between where the both of us live and we went to this awesome strip club and in maybe the first 10 minutes my girlfriend and i are up on stage not because like i want to get money but somebody pulls us up on there we are naked on stage right (laughs) have a ton of fun so that just is like a very sexually charged environment right and then we leave and we go back to our hotel room we go you know skinny dipping in the pool and then we get back from the pool and then we just start like going at it with each other. And this is one where she is actually my vagina sister. Like our vaginas are identical. It's wild. Really? I never, <laughs> yes. I never even thought that that could be possible, but both of our husbands have tested. <laughs> like we've, we've done our, our empirical data will show. And do you like her vagina? Oh, oh, I mean, it's my own. So yeah. Well, I, you know, you don't know, like, I don't know. Like, so it's so you're that, right. Like I her, didn't know at first. So your no, type is like her beautiful. type is what you have. is <laughs> like, that's like, well, I don't actually have a type of vagina in terms of preference because I think like one of the most amazing things about them is that they're all different. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Totally. I think that you need to a hundred percent cherish that. Like I find beauty in the fact that every girl is different. Not that. So you like, like beef a, curtains, like anything. I, you, if you own it and feel sexy, I'm into it. Right. Uh-huh. Because sexy like, is, com- that is a sexy. Is right. everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it doesn't necessarily mean like the actual aesthetics of it. Right. So you don't have like a type like that. But she, so she, her pussy looks exactly like yours. <laughs> yeah, it's quite bizarre. Yeah. So we you had the same boobs until she had kids. Now they're different. But. Right. So um, we just, the four of us look at each other. And we're like, so we should try something that we can't try with other people. And all of us like say double penetration. That's just where it's at. Right. For both of you, for both women. Yeah. Okay. That's not something that you can do with like anybody. That's from, at least from my perspective, maybe there are people that can do with anybody, but I've got to be like mentally prepared for this. Right. Because you had never done it before, I'm assuming. No, never. Right. Okay, cool. So you said, let's do it. These are our friends. You're close with them. Like, these are people you trust. Like, if you're going to do it with anybody, why not try it? Yeah. Uh So my girlfriend started first because she actually likes to have butt sex, like, on the regular. So, like, that she's just used to it. Uh My husband has a really big head, so I've got to, like, be prepared for it. (laughs) And so I, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like a PBS educational video. I get to watch this yeah see how it's done it was so awesome I mean she totally enjoyed it and so then we obviously have to try for me so like let's just go at it 
Might have been one of the coolest experiences. But did you let your husband fuck you in the ass? Or did you maybe you should have switched because like the big head. No, I switched because he doesn't have as big of a head. So he was, my friend was in my ass. My husband was in my vagina because his head is huge. I've now gotten used to it. But at that point, it was not. Right. Okay, cool. So you you did do the smart way. You had your husband fuck you regular and the other guy did you uh, in your ass and you loved it. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Think of it like tri- like a tricycle. Like you're riding a tricycle. You have training wheels. You got to go about it the right way. Nobody right. just like gets on a mountain bike right away. Come on. Well, I'm sorry, but that's, I, I don't know where you think you're getting on a fucking tricycle. Okay. That is a mountain bike, a double <laughs> penetration. Like, where do you go? What comes after that? You oh, can't do more than double penetration. That. What Two do you mean? The vagina at the same time. Come on. Okay. But like, whatever. I mean, who cares about that? Double penetration is the, the mountain bike. You're not training wheels, anything. What does that even mean? I guess that's just the way I thought of it in my head. What? That you were trying? Like- well, I was being smart about it. I was like putting the the smaller head penis in my ass. And I oh, was yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. It's the, oh, the training as- Oh, oh, right, right. Because you took the smaller and the one. Place. Yeah. Like oh, accomplishing okay. that goal. Oh, right, right. Oh, you had never done anal with your husband before that? Oh, I had. Yeah. I actually did anal with my husband the first time we ever had sex, which was the first time I ever did anal in my life. Uh-huh. And did you like it? Oh, I had so much fun. But did was, you like it? So you liked it. That means fun is means good. Liked it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he and I had like we had a really whirlwind meeting. Um, I was actually engaged when I met him and I called off my wedding five days later. You're kidding. Wait, so you're engaged. How long were you with the guy before? Five and a half years. Okay, and this was a guy that you were married. This was somebody that you were like repressed with, right? Because you said with everybody Ugh, else you were the worst. Okay, yeah. and why were you marrying him? Because it was the next logical step, and it was just what I was supposed to do. So I thought. Okay, so standards. so you're ready to get married. You're dr- how many days be- before you're married? You're married. Oh, like you? a year and a half. I like didn't. It was like really before. I kept pushing it out. Oh, okay. So really- you're you're engaged, and you meet your husband. Now, I mean, right, but how did you meet him? At this conference, per se, um, just for anonymity, I'm just going to say, like, we met at, like, a festival. Let's just call it that, but it was, like, a work environment. Okay. And um, I didn't like the people that I was hanging out with, so I walked away from them, and I went to this big group that was sitting. It was, like, 16 or 17 people, and there was one open seat. And I sat down and it just so happens to be next to my husband. And I say hello. And in like the first 10 minutes, we had become best friends. It was wild. Right. It was one of those things where you just like click. Oh, it was click. And like we had wild sex for three days. I mean, it was mind blowing. And now have you ever cheated on your husband, your boyfriend? Because he was your fiance at the time, right? Had you ever cheated on him? Were you unhappy? Were you like, like knowingly unhappy unhappy in in that relationship? But you just couldn't get out of it? Super unhappy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, super unhappy. I was not happy whatsoever. I mean, I didn't even want to plan the wedding. I was like not into it. Right. Like you kept putting it off. Yeah. Like I just wasn't myself. I, I didn't even like take, wasn't very happy at all. And then I meet this person. Yeah. And I have wild sex with him for like three days. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, so I'd really like to see you again. And I was like, you were just in my ass. 
<laughs> I'm not really sure if I want you to see me again, though. <laughs> so, so you had anal sex with him that night. Yeah. So why do you call it training wheels four years later when you're getting a, a double penetration? You could have taken that dick in your ass. I think because it was a different mindset, right? Like it was like the first time that I did it, like it was like an it was a invigoration of like myself. Like this was like, holy smokes, I am just gonna be free and me and just like take whatever I can get and do it. You mean it's the first time you were with him when yeah. you were cheating on your guy? Because this was yeah. like the, you were been repressed before that, and now you meet this yeah. guy, and it's just like all you could finally be yourself. Yeah, right from the. I get-go. don't even think that like I was. I think I feel like it might even have been like an outer body experience. Like it was wild. Uh huh. Okay. And then, and did he live by you? Like because no, we li- lived across country. Okay, we so lived like coast and coast, and so I go home. Four days later, I realized not to be with my now husband, but just that I was so enamored by another individual, I cannot get married. So I call off my wedding. That's smart. I move out. I, you know, took care of whatever financials I needed to do to separate that union. And now I'm on my own. Right. And my now husband and I still continue to communicate like we talk every day we became best friends but not that we were dating in fact we both started dating other people and I would like call them after dates and tell them about this guy that I just had sex with and like this is the experience that I had what do you think like I mean it was this was my best friend and right so that well, went because on you like lived far months. away I mean you weren't geographically yeah. desirable with each right like at that point so what else correct were you gonna do? but we did fly all over the country to have sex Okay, so you were still like, meeting and fucking each other, but you were also t- trying to find partners where you lived at the same time. Yeah, but because you what if we were just like really good in bed, but we weren't good as a couple? Like yeah. that just wasn't, you don't know that. Right. And let's face it, I had just gotten a five and a half year relationship. Do so I really need to jump into something immediately? Right. Like, uh-huh. let me go into the pastures for a little bit. And that was actually his advice. Right. He had said to me, he's like, you cannot go into a new relationship right away. Like, you need to focus on yourself. You need to go date other people. And so I just, you know, went and had fun. So for how long did you guys keep that kind of relationship going where you were, like, fooling around with each other, but you were, like, booty calling each other? You were friends with benefits, right? How long was yeah, that? Maybe, like, six months. And then, um, so I was actually going to move across country but the guy that I, my ex was, could never get his crap together. But then I didn't have him anymore to like wait for him to get his work to be able to do it. And so I just moved across country. Right. And when I got here, I said to him, I was like, we are not dating. Like, I'm going to go and do my own thing. And he was like, I will 100% court you. Like, I will take you on a date. So we don't have to date. He would come pick me up. In reality, if I like look back at it, I was lying to myself. I mean, this guy is so amazing that. Of course, I wanted to spend all my time with him. Yeah. But it was like that type of open relationship from the start that I was even talking to him about the sex that I was having with other people when we were just friends. Yeah. Uh huh. So you had already that been it, that so close enough and friendly. Yeah. With each that other. I think it kind of like opened us up for these like just a uh, honest communication. Uh huh. And so now I try to find really interesting experiences like there was this there was this one guy we met on craigslist that we go over to his house 
and this is a guy. So think about how weird of an, like, that's like a first for us. But this was one of the things where I said, why don't we explore it? See what it's like. You don't know if you like guys or not, but let's go explore it. Yeah. This guy ends up being a footballer from another country, but so much fun. We have fun with him, but not only do we have fun with him, we invite like three or four other people over from Craigslist. At the same time? Yes. And we hang out with this guy for like three days. But you're having sex? Yeah. So were you having like a gangbang? Obviously, I don't. Uh, no, but that's always been a fantasy. I feel like a gangbang is like something you got to really curate well. Right. But you had a bunch of guys over from Craigslist at the same time? No, guys and girls. Oh, okay. And so you sort of like a little orgy maybe. Yeah, like a little one. Right. And, but that guy stayed for three days. Well, yeah, it was at like his place and it was like, we were the three friends and then we would invite people over and then they would leave and then we'd like go out dancing. We'd have fun and then, you know. It was, it and was what really did you say he was a footballer? What is that? What do you mean? Like that's what he did for a profession. Oh, okay. So he was like well known in some other place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And he was hot, and that was the first time you had sort of opened your relationship up to a guy with, with a guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where like my husband was like, you know, I mean, I can see how it could be hot, but I'm not totally into it. Right. As far as fooling around with other guys, was the guy yeah. by? Was the footballer guy by himself? Yes. Oh, he but was. But he can't, like, he can't admit that to others. But like in this environment, yeah, he admitted it, it to was, you guys. Yeah. What about your hooker? You did you get a hooker for your first anniversary? So wait, so oh, she was but, so hot. But so eventually, your guy, you wind up like having this romantic relate because you like you're. We were still at the place where you guys were like booty calling each other, and you're talking about other people, and even though you live there, like, how, when did it? Did, did you guys figure out like, wow, we maybe we should date each other? Um, I think that how long after? So I mean, it doesn't matter how a, long. Like, what changed? I don't know. Like, I, what, so I so I have a bonus son. A what? So my husband has a son. I call him my bonus son. Oh, okay. And I didn't meet him for a long time before because my husband's very particular, and so is so is his mother. Just to make sure that you know if. Somebody's going to be in his life, right? Like he does it responsibly. Yeah. And I think that after I had moved to the same state and I, you know, threatened when I first met him that I was going to go date other people, but I never really did. It was always just he and I, because he was so much fun. Like that's who I wanted to spend my time with. Yeah. Maybe like two or three months later. I mean, I, like we just, I told them that I loved him and that I was like in this and if he loves his son, I will love his son. Like that's something that I had to come to terms with because I'd never dated somebody that has a child before. And then I met his child and I met his um, parents and his family and like it just all really clicked. And I think that's just when we figured out that this was for ever. Right. Well, it I don't just think. Worked. Right. Right. And then you have been, how long did, was it before you got married? Um, two and a half years before is when I met him. So we were together two and a half years and then we got married. Yeah. Right. And so does your, does the son live with you guys or no? No, he doesn't. He lives with his mom, but we see him like every three weeks. Do most of the people that you know, your friends like know about like the stuff that you and your husband do, or is it more like on the down low? 
So none of my, well, not none of them. Um, most of my friends from my, I call it my previous life yeah. before I had moved across country, don't know. Okay. One one person does, and they tell me they just can't handle it. Like it, it really gives them anxiety. And a girl or a guy? A, the girl. A girlfriend. Um. What do yeah, you mean? She, but gives- if you. So if you think about like that, she's in my view, she's projecting her own insecurities on it, right? Like this is not something that she could ever envision herself having these like self-awareness or confidence to do. And it just like baffles her, but she's not judgmental about it. She's not upset about it. She just knows it's not for her. And I think to, you know, know thyself, go for it. Yeah, maybe she's not, not, but I mean, there is a third scenario. Like you said, she's not confident, but maybe she's not into it. Like maybe she, that's not something that she would ever want to do. Super sexual. Right. She's super sexual. So I'd be really surprised. I just think she's been burned one too many times. Right. Um, all the, not all the people, but most of the people that I like made friends with once I realized that I was bisexual, I have not been shy about hiding it. Like this is who I am. This is part of my identity. I, I even let my brother and my sister-in-law know, which is. I don't know if that was smart or not, but you know, whatever. <laughs> what did you tell him at like Thanksgiving dinner? I mean, like, what? what how did it oh come my gosh, out that my you brother, told him? <laughs> my brother also lives here, and I was like, "So, do you take women home?" I want to know. I bet you guys do. <laughs> he was like drunk, and he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "So do I." <laughs> he does too. They do too. Uh, not really. He he was like, "Yeah, every once in a while, she like lets me at least make out with him, but she really plays." With I mean, like, but I asked. Like, this was the question that I just like threw out there. And that's kind of how I broke the ice with him. Um, I have another brother that would never be able to know. He wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. My parents would also not be able to, They would, I don't know. I don't know I mean, if they would respond. Yeah. And why Why would your parents need to? Like, whose parents knows about anyone's sex life? Whatever. Do they really need to know? It's not no. really part of their. It's like weird. Yeah. It would be weird. You don't want to know about your yeah. parents' sex life, do you? So, I mean, why would you tell them? No, I, I don't really want to. I was just wondering if, like, your friends or your people at work, you know, know that. Like, no, nobody at work. No. Um, so, work is a very. The, another sliver of my life that I keep very separate. Uh huh. Um, and I'm super focused and really, really determined. So, you know, that those are two different lives that don't ever need to blend. Right. You keep you you draw that line and you don't like mess with it because you don't want to hurt your career because you're super like you. Yeah. No. It. Yeah. Right. No. You take it very seriously. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I but think- I mean, I I think that you need different compart compartments, right? Like, if you're always working, if you're always only talking to people at work, then like, where do you ever get any sort of release and, and like actual enjoyment and just like any sort of personal growth if you keep it always work? Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Right, right. No, you don't keep it all work. You have this whole other life that you have. I mean, besides this great yeah. relationship that you have with your guy, I mean, you're super lucky that you met because I think, you know, listen, I think it's not like every day that you go out and you meet somebody and it's just that 
that click you know what I mean like that you had with your yeah. guy and not only was it that click and the sex was really great like it turned out that you were like super compatible and like so compatible that you could do all this kind of stuff and it doesn't yeah. damage your relationship it only makes it good it's I think that that's rare and I mean, hard to trust find. me I so like my husband was married before yeah and he was with his ex-wife for 17 years uh-huh and they have a great I mean they co-parent so well so, like, I think that speaks volumes just about the two individuals. 100%. I've actually never seen them fight. Never Yeah, once. no, that does speak volume about who they and are. Absolutely. She, like, we are, she came to our wedding. We are family. Like, yeah, that's this, great. We celebrate holiday, holidays together. And I, at times, feel a little bad because I know that she worked out probably most of the kinks with him, but he works <laughs> on himself a lot. Like, Maybe one of the few men that I've met that is super introspective and and will be the first to say, you know what, that's probably not the best way I can respond to this. And right. like really tries and he reads a lot and he just tries to be mindful of people. So I'm super lucky. Yeah, very. Like, that, that's why it very, works. Very that's why it yeah. works the way that it does. Very, very dynamic individual. And then on the other, like when I first met him, I thought that he was not going to be funny at all. And I'd love to laugh. And so I told him, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, what if you're not funny? You know? Right. Like, but he turns out he's work. funny too. Turns out he's like very witty funny. Like he's super funny and he can let loose and he, you know, you meet him at first and he's a really serious person. But I mean, you just like, peel back a layer and the other thing is he doesn't drink right he's sober all the time Uh so for him to be able to do this sober all the time when most people such as myself need to have a couple glasses of wine just to like relax and get into it yeah he just he does this sober and he can like switch from one version of himself to the next because he knows work is this part and then family is this part and then there's like this friends part and then sexual part like it's really really interesting to even witness. no and I think that that's great because you know he's doing everything completely clear-headed and it's not like yeah. you know he wakes up in a fog the next day and thinks something different you know because I think that's where the problems come in when couples are doing this stuff and maybe early on the relationship and then they're like wasted when they're doing it you know and then there's all like I've had swingers yeah like on my show that I have like had bad experiences and those are always really interesting to hear because they're kind of funny, <laughs> you know, but I mean, they're when they do them, but... when they do everything all wrong, you know, and they don't have these things, but I think like you, it's like interesting to hear and it's true. And I've heard other people who are successful at it say, you know, the same thing that you said that you have to have open communication. And I think the ty- there's a type of guy who's like really good to sort of partner up and do this with and I think it's like the opposite type of guy that most people would think of like I think most people would think yeah. like, oh it's the player it's the fucking cheater you know like <laughs> that's like the worst guy to do it with I <laughs> find yeah I find that yeah. the guys that are the coolest and the most uh so, and you know and are successful at it and are the guys that you that are sort of like monogamous by nature you know, super smart, very much see super women smart, as their yeah. very much see women as their equals. And they're not like that, you know, sort of like lecherous player guy that's just like out to conquer. Yeah. You know, it's a very different thing. Yet and they're I, highly sexual. I think it's also worth noting. Yeah. So we started this at three months in our relationship. We went we went balls to the walls for a little little period of time and he had like he had done other things with other women 
in his previous life, uh-huh. but this was the first time for me, right? Yeah. And so after in the beginning, it didn't really matter because I don't think our feelings were as deep. But then once I just once I realized I loved this man, yeah, and like I care, we I actually asked him. I don't want to hear about it for a year. We took an entire year off. Uh huh. And he didn't mention it once. Yeah, that's great. And he waited. He waited until I did because I said to him, "I want to prove, and like, you know, figure out that you and I can be you and I without that. Uh-huh. Because there's going to be a point in our lives where we are no longer attractive to the other people, and like, I won't. We won't be able to pull in people and have sex with them all the time. Like, that's just youth is a really wonderful thing, but." As everything, everything fades. Yeah, but I have to tell you, the whole swinger thing is a very uh, popular thing with people in their 50s and 60s. So you don't have to worry about that. As you get busted, all the other people are busted too. And and nowadays, people aren't even busted at that age anymore. So you'll be fine and people will be attractive still. But you're not, there's no shelf life to having sex with other people. No, but I also wanted to know that like the, I wanted to know that we could be this couple where it was just the two of us and still have just as much fun and that we didn't need that as a dynamic. No, I listen, I think every single thing that you said that you brought up that you did, you know, is like, is, is, is really smart. Actually. I think that that was a great test and uh, of your relationship. And, and I think it was like a good thing to do. Yeah. I, I mean, for, it works for us. And like I said, I do not, I mean, that's how you establish trust, right? I'm not a jealous type. Like, inherently, I'm not a jealous person. Never have been because there are many people out there. Like, if you're not going to treat me well, (laughs) and if I'm not going to treat you well, then we're just not made for it. Uh And so, like, you know, one of the things that is really scary is that, and probably why I do throwaways, is because if there's somebody that we find that whether he likes or I really like, and then you develop a relationship with them. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Absolutely, they could develop a relationship, and then us, we could not be it as we know it. But do I really think that's true? No. So but, we continue forward. Right, but no, but you do have it set up in certain ways so that that won't happen. You did say you protect your guy. So, I mean, you're not yeah. like completely not jealous I mean you did you saw him looking at a girl once in the eyes and you're like I don't want that I mean I I think you sound like a regular like a regular you don't sound crazy jealous and totally distrustful and I think it really matters I think women's jealousy like sometimes like is stronger or less depending on who they're with I think you don't have any reason to be jealous you're with a guy who have you you have complete like you know transparency with so why would I mean we adore each other yes we adore each other it's yeah you're right I think you see a lot of women that are really jealous they're with guys that are doing like all these kinds of shit behind their back you know what I mean and on some level they know something you know what I'm saying but like yeah why would you be like jealous in this relationship have you ever have you ever heard of the five love languages? Probably. Is it a book? Uh, don't even worry about the book. Just take the test online. Yeah, Seriously. no. I mean, I, I, I've i never read. All, I don't like to read whole books. Like, so, I'll read, like, two things, and I know the fucking well, gist. as you can tell by my email, I'm a bullet point person. So yeah. So, I'll just cut to the chase. Yeah. So, there's either um, high touch, words of affirmation, acts of kindness, um, quality time, and 
gifts. Uh-huh. So those are the way that like people ex- like express and or receive love. And in the beginning of our relationship, he asked me to take this test. And it just so happens that he and I tested very high on the same things. And it's words of affirmation and high touch. Right. And from, and I, I don't know other people that have ever taken it, but like from day one, knowing that it allows you to be mindful of the other person. Like that's how they receive love. If he was a gifts person or a quality time person, like, okay, then just re adjust and like do something that you know that they'll experience your love and then you can do whatever you want yeah but what you don't understand is that a lot most people know what the fuck they could do to make their relationship perfect but people just can't do it do you understand like it every most of the time people know like oh this person my guy is like this way but like they just don't know like they still can't get along with that person you know it's just like I don't think you could take a test I think you guys were just inherently compatible you know I don't think it was because you right it was I don't think it's because you knew that and then you went in that right like you guys just were it was just you were on the same groove it was like like you said it was meant to be sexy yeah so there you go that's the other part I think that it's really important that people stay sexy for each other Uh uh-huh so both of us work out just to like not you don't have to be like you know Barbie and Ken but just like stay in shape and stay sexual because if I if if I stop working out for like two weeks and don't feel good about my body my sex drive goes away right Mm -hmm. it's over and so I think that's another part that we agreed on early on right like we're just gonna do this for each other Uh and for ourselves because it's good for your health but it's it's allowed like a platform where I'm much more open to exploring anything sexually and so is he and do you guys work out together we do yeah i think not every nothing, day but, right, but you do when you work out i think there's nothing hotter like i i'm a working out person i always work with free weights like by the guys you know and like there's been yeah. a couple not many guys that i've worked out with that i liked but like on the there was like two occasions where i had two guys that i was with that i and they were like my workout partners and i think that there's something very hot about working out with super hot right you get at a close level uh, that you just don't you don't experience that so it's like a whole other thing i think it's great point yeah yeah, you're pushing your body to a point that like you know you're not sure that you can handle but you think you can so you're like doing it like let's talk about the bench press for example like i am a proponent of the bench press i think that more women need to do it i just started doing it again i used to do it a while ago and then i stopped because i had some injuries but i'm doing it again and like yeah why not? It's, I don't know. I just really like it. Oh yeah. I, I that, only worked out with stuff like that. So it's like when yeah. you're working out with a guy, like they would always be spotting me. Like I would have like just pe- workout partners cause I never did cardio. I just did weights cause I was always super skinny. So I was like building muscle, but like, I think it's like, it's hot to be with a guy and to be working out and to do it. So I think that all those things that you do, but I just think that like you and your guy and it's like, I think that not a lot of people have that relationship, but when you do have it, it's great. It's like just something that just like really works and it's like effortless, you know? Well, here's the thing. It's going to evolve over time, right? So I think it's super hot the way it has been and we want to work to make it continuously hot for the long run. So part of the reason why I even looked up podcasts is because we've got some pretty interesting stories. Yeah. Like the hooker on our anniversary might have been the hottest experience we've ever had. Like, oh my God, the girl was like perfect. Right. And 
you know, I mean, it's, it's really interesting when I negotiate with women what because do you mean? I have, yeah, well, if you're going to pay for it, like I'm negotiating, I'm the one negotiating because I have my own vagina. So like, you really want to price it. I know how to price mine. Like, right. Stop. But if you, if there is a point in our relationship, like we plan on having children and moving this forward. And if there's ever a point in our relationship where we can't do that, we want to find other things that still keep us sexually stimulated. Right. And part of that might be mentally. Cause I actually think a lot of it is mentally. Yeah. And so podcasts are part of that. So uh-huh. I started listening to these podcasts, which is why I even emailed you. Cause yeah. I think that this is something that he and I can connect on and just find really entertaining like this. I don't want to talk about work. I want to talk about something totally different. Right. And this is one of those things. So we explored, like, maybe I do my own podcast, but I'm not ready for that. So I decided just to talk to somebody like you that is a professional that does your own podcast. Yeah, I totally recommend it, though. You should do it. And I I have a feeling that you will. I don't know yet. I'm still exploring it. I mean, I'm, like, dipping my toes in the water. But But I think that this is something that he and I will be able to connect on for the long haul. Like verbally and like from a communicative perspective and just like mentally uh-huh. talking about sex is the best we talk right. about it all the time watching porn awesome right but you can only watch so many times a girl getting railed like porn is <laughs> they need to really step up their game right and i'm not in i can't do any webcam because my face can't be in it because of work wise so that's I why podcast, podcast is perfect for you it's perfect. Uh-huh. But I think that there are other people that have interesting perspectives. And I think that if it's only the two of us that put in our perspective, we need other people. And so that's why we, you know, I was like, this girl sounds not ridiculous. Just to <laughs> let you know, I listen to a lot of them. Right. <laughs> and you, it's like, you sound pretty legit. You sound really confident. And so that's why I wanted to reach out. Listen, I think that like if you want to start a podcast, you should. But I don't think that you have to worry about your relate. I think, you know, your relationship and where it's heading and where it is. I mean, I think, listen, I think it's smart that you are always sort of like in the mindset of like, how do we keep this going? How do we make this better? You're always like checking yourself, you know, and I think that that's really great. And in the long haul, that will help you guys right but I think well it's a brutal reality sometimes like think about it if let's say like you normally have sex three or four times a week maybe five times a week and then all of a sudden you're not yeah like what's happening and what's like something that my husband and I have both done a really great job of is if we go off of that like so what is the what's the catalyst for us to not even be in that mindset like how can we fix it whether it be our weight, be work stress, or be like our schedules. Yeah. Purely our, like it can be a number of things, but just to be mindful of it. And I think that's like a cold, hard reality that a lot of people just kind of let go and it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, it's work. It's just the way that it goes. It's like with a lot of different things. You have to like, you have to make a conscious decision, you know, in relationships to keep them 
you know, good. But I think what you also have that is that you have, like I said, that like real compatibility, that easy sort of relationship between each other. I think a lot of relationships, and I know we all know them, like most relationships are like someone, everyone's trying to fit like a square peg in a round hole. Do you know what I mean? Those typical yeah, relationships. Yeah, easy from day one. Yeah, it's and like... that's the other kind of relationship. And you are lucky enough to have found that, you know? I mean, in the first 10 minutes of me meeting him, I watched a video of him coming on a girl's back. And I sent that video to my best girlfriend. I was like, seriously, girl, you need to get on this dick. And then I took that dick for myself. Right. So it started out very sexual. And we did talk about yeah. a lot. I'm wrapping this up because we're at over an hour. But like oh, it did start it. You could come on back on my show. Trust me. People will be wanting more stories. You mentioned the hot hooker. We don't have time for that. But we'll, yeah, so we'll do a part two. So good. Yeah, we'll do a part two. The hot hooker. Because I want that long drawn. Like it's a, I could make that. It, I could do probably a whole other episode with you. Right. With more hot stories. I mean, I would love it. What I, yeah, this actually so, is a very yeah. Let's tease my listener experience for me. So, yeah, we'll yeah. Do, we'll do a part two with you. You know, um, yeah. but I think that uh, what the fuck was I just saying? Shit. I mean, I told you that I watched a girl coming on his back, and then it. Oh yeah, it started out as like a really uh, sexual kind of relationship. Yes. Right. Um, and but you have a lot more than that, you know. But and. But that's like the great thing, you know, you yeah. have that really great sex and you have that really great friendship. Right. And you have romance. I mean, that's yeah. what it's I think all the about. other thing that to explore and we don't have to do it today, but maybe you can give me a, a piece of advice is like a lot of people don't find us sincere. And I think it's because they're projecting like what they do you know they find can't. what sincere like they don't think that we are this OK with it. Oh, really? Why? They, I, because they can never imagine it? I, I believe yeah. that you guys are okay. Because you know what? I've had many other couples on that were just as okay. Do you understand? So yeah, it's just I guess that, we just haven't met that many that are that okay. And they're like, are you sure? This one girl was like, I don't think you like this. And I was like, are you kidding? No. And I was like, that's great for you. But no, me, yeah. Like, this is what... So it's, it's, I a really think they, they are projecting. Experience. Yeah. I think that they are projecting because they could never sort of believe it or that. And I think that all the stars have to align for it to be as right as it is for you guys. But I yeah. have, because I've been doing my podcast for like four years now, I have had on couples that have been as great at it as you guys are and successful and been doing oh, it a good. lot. I like to hear that. Yeah. And have been doing it a lot longer and it continued to be that way. Um, so it is a real thing and people do really enjoy it and it is really fine with couples and that's just the way that it is. And anybody that can't understand that is like maybe because they haven't experienced it, you know? Yeah. Um, well, they need their own personal growth, but okay, Kathy. Yeah. I realize the time. Yeah. It's, 9 30 your time yeah till yeah i'm waiting for my food so i'll be eating dinner soon and yeah <laughs> um, but i 100 percent enjoyed speaking with you yes. i would love to do another show yeah we're gonna maybe do a part one two more with me and then maybe one with my husband yeah i would love that yeah we'll do the one with you and we're gonna start with our next one we're gonna start with the hot hooker for your um... oh that's the best okay good that's a good tease so people will tune back in oh my gosh she's so hot all right, good, Tilly. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, thanks for calling in. Bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or 
or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.